Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Blog Talk Radio. Lonnie, glad to have you tonight. 
Oh, thank you, John. I'm excited to be on the show and, and good. just uh, share some experiences and learn what I can from, from your other guests. So I'm excited right. to be here. All right now. Well, okay. Listen, my last guest, he's the father of five. His daughter, Justice, a junior forward at Arbor University. Daughter, London, uh, Sharon, Nicholas, and how do I pronounce that last, uh, your last two? Tyus. Tyus. Okay. Tyus. Yeah. He was he now this my my guess he was born with basketball in his blood as his father is Ronnie Bulldog Martin who was an all city basketball player for Mark Smith Lasseter that's Northeast for those who don't know and Savannah State University my guest began his basketball training under the tutelage of the late coach Robert Hudson and the late coach Jesse Carter despite self proclaimed clumsiness and an awkward start. He persisted, and his coaches led him to Miles Patrick, who became a role model and also helped groom him. His mother, Carolyn Wright, made sure that he had every advantage to become good in the game. He played for Southwest High School from 1988 to 1991 and won a state championship, along with three Final Fours and many regional titles. In 1990, he was named Parade All-American, and 1991, McDonald's All-American. He was ranked 10th in the country among top players in America. He elected to accept an offer to play for Clemson University, the old Titans, over, over other offers from a host of other prominent schools. He's an ACC Hall of Famer as well as a Clemson University Hall of Famer and is accredited with changing the culture of Clemson basketball. Now, as a junior, he entered the 1994 NBA draft and was selected as the sixth overall pick by the Philadelphia 76ers, making NBA all-rookie and averaging double figures each year in both scoring and rebounds. After two and a half seasons, he was traded to the Toronto Raptors, where he was again a starter for four years and a big contributor to their playoffs runs. After Toronto, uh, he went. He played for the Minnesota Timberwolves and then Europe for many years. Now, with uh, with two keys to the city of Macon, not one, but two keys to the city. Come on now. And years of service for the city he loves. He continues to be an advocate for making kids and role model both on and off the court. And he's the founding facilitator of a 20-year basketball camp that specializes in skill set basketball, yet also focuses on education and social skills. He is the legend, Sharon Wright. Sharon, glad to have you on the show. Hey, John. Yeah, thank you so much. I've been looking forward to it the whole week. Oh, and I try to set my clock to it and all that. And uh-huh. I'm traveling, actually, right now, so okay. uh, I'm spending some time with my boys, but I'm, I'm glad to be on. Good, man. Hey, well, y'all, let, let's hear it for our panelists tonight that are here with us today. <laughs> All right, let's talk some stuff now. Before I get started, uh, somebody told me to share something with y'all. Okay, okay, I better start right there. But just talk. I know they want me to finish it up, you know, going what he said. But it wouldn't be nothing without a woman. We'll just start right there with a man's world. Now let, let's start off. Uh, I'm gonna start with you, Pastor Larry. A personal mission statement provides clarity and gives you a sense of purpose. It defines who you are and how you will live. What is your mission statement in life that represents your passion for living? In spite of all the difficulties that we see, my passion in um, my passion is to continue to, to strive on in the, in the manner of what God called me to be. I have seen a lot of different um, views of different obstacles in life, but the, the main thing, my mission is, no matter what come my way, stand on God's word. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Man, well, you, you, we, we, we thank you for that. You just keep on doing it, too. What about you, uh, Lonnie? What's your uh, personal mission statement? Well, I, mine is, mine is simple but but there's a you know there's a, a a deeper layer to it it's enjoy life and i say that mm-hmm. a, lot, a lot of people get bogged down with the battles and the struggles and and mm-hmm. you know the, the the things that hold them back and they don't see the small blessings in their life so i always I always say enjoy life you know relish those battles of any anything that's uh that's a struggle learn from it because you know when your opportunity arises you know, if you mm-hmm. pr- prepared yourself uh, by by going through all the struggles, you know, your possibilities of uh, success increase significantly. You know, if you weathered the storm and you're ready for for those opportunities when they arise. So enjoy Man, enjoy life. That's good. Enjoy life. What about you, Sharon? 
I think for me, um, I, I, I kind of have it from a different perspective because uh, the one thing, and I'm a late bloomer in terms of my faith, so y'all excuse okay. me on that. I'm a late no, bloomer. No, you're fine. Only because, you know, I, I was spoon-fed what, what life's supposed to be about, and I was mm-hmm. spoon-fed it and not told that my faith had to be first, my first initial year. So um, in becoming a man, I, you know, I, John and I grew up in a poverty situation. We grew up. You know, yeah. although he had a great father and mother, we still lived in bad surroundings. So I always blamed that on God. I always did mm-hmm. that. It's blasphemy, I know, but for me, mm-hmm. I didn't have any other way. So once I found out, you know, who my who my father was, that's when mm-hmm. I start saying, um, always walk by faith and not by sight. So that would be mine. You know, now I walk by faith and not by sight. Not things that I can't see, but I know it's mm-hmm. there. When I know that God hey. is there with me, he, he's he's brought me. You know, guys, we don't have enough time to tell you where I've been. So. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, well, let, look, I'm going I'm to stay with you for this next question. Um, what adversity can you pinpoint that happened in your life that you turned to your advantage? Cause, you know, we've been through so many things that we could just name them one by one. But what one thing can you point to that you turned to your advantage and it made you a stronger man or the person that you are? I think I think for me and um, I'll need a minute. It, I was uh, um, flying pretty high, you know. I, I had been in the NBA for a couple of years, three or four years, two or three years, and, um, and making Georgia is a place that is really dear to me. So I always feel like I have, I owe something there. I mean, it, it could be multiple things, but uh, I was uh, hanging out with some friends one night, a Friday night, and then I came the next morning. We were. We were, you know, drinking and stuff like that. And the next morning, uh, I, w- I forgot that I had supposed to read stories to the people at uh, the Harriet Tubman Museum. The kids there, I, I do it in the summertime, uh, mm-hmm. along with my camps that I do. So we're, right. we're, I'm, I'm driving there really fast, going about 75 on a curve and slip my car over uh, mm-hmm. about four or five times, and each time breaking a part of my arm and my left side. Man. So I had a... Uh, I had been going, kind of flying by the seat of my pants, man. I was, I had mm-hmm. so much sinful stuff going on, and we all do. But I yeah. mean, I think I was overboard. I did not believe okay. in the higher power. You know, I kind of was just flying by the seat of my pants, and and so uh, um, I wake up unconscious. I mean, uh, before that, I had a forty, fifty, or sixty million dollar extension on the table, and I mm-hmm. think had I not got hurt, I would be, I would be dead today, because I would, mm-hmm. I was going too fast. I had okay. too much going on. And it just, you know, I, I would, I would definitely be not be here today if it weren't for that. Wow. Weren't for God saying, "Hey, like you just mm-hmm. gotta calm yourself down, whether you're playing ball or not." Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I can get more into it, you know, but no, no, man, that, 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 that's powerful, man. That's powerful. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Lonnie? Well, you know, I thought about this question, and and I, I say this: I, I wish her the best in life. Uh, and that she reaches all the blessings and all the things that she can get out of life. But my, honestly, my first marriage, um, there was a lot uh-huh. of adversity there. There was uh, some, dis- I mean, it was very dysfunctional. Um, I mean, it led to uh, some things, some bad choices on my part. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that part of that was a public embarrassment. And okay. and but you know, the thing out of that, the blessings, you know, it helped me mature. Help me grow to be prepared for the current blessings that I have in my life. Because I don't think I would have this wonderful wife or the relationship with my son or, or the career that I had if I had not gone through uh, gone through those adversities. So, uh, you know, I always try to find the positive in, in any bad uh, situation because you can learn from, from everything to be a better man. Man, that's powerful. What about you, uh, Larry? Oh, man. Um, I have had so many different one. So um, the one that come to mind after listening to Sharon just then, um, 1993 Mother's Day, I had a motorcycle wreck. I was running 80 on a little bit of street in a car. I was getting ready to go head on with it. I shift right. The car went left. I lost the bike. I slid over two miles. And as I was sliding on the bike, I, I hit the, the front tire hit a curl, the uh, back tire turned around and hit the same curl, and my side hit. At the same time, and it split me into, I was split from the groin area to the side. And wow. and the only thing I, I can remember is God saying, Larry, I got you. 
no matter what. I felt no pain. But once I got to the hospital, they um, did the surgery and everything to get me back together. You know, um, the doctor said that I would never walk again. But now to see who I am today, that I'm striving, I'm pushing, I'm going, you could never tell that I had that motorcycle wreck. You could never tell that I was a person in the position that would never walk again. I think that's when God first opened my eyes, 1993. Wow. And look, look, that, that's amazing. Listen, I got to take a quick break. I don't even want to go, but let me take this break, and we'll be, <laughs> we'll be right, right back after this. Have you priced commercials lately? Advertising can truly break your budget. At Win, we eliminate the most common hurdle to advertising. Advertise with Win to reach potential customers locally, nationally, and internationally for as low as $150. Yes, that's right, $150 per commercial. We Inspire Network Radio is a new and rapidly growing online radio network that boasts of dynamic seasoned show hosts who are drawing audiences from across the nation and abroad. Africa, Australia, Scotland, Canada, just to name a few. We also have the technical capabilities to advertise your products and services through sound bites, slideshows, and more. No long-term contracts. You pay per show. Advertise on WIN, and you are sure to be a winner. For more information, call us, 201-477-0469. Email Annie Bell at wealthmanagement-fs.org. All right, and we are back. John L. Solomon, and you're tuned in to Strength from the Lions. Listen, we're powered by, powered by We Inspire Network Radio. And I'm partnering with some good people that want you to win. And we're definitely being inspired tonight. I want to thank everyone, everyone who's tuned in tonight. Uh, I want I want you to get a, a copy of my book, The Power Keys, Life of Wisdom series. I want to give you a free copy. Just uh, go to my page or inbox me or email me, and I will give you a free copy of it. It's called uh, Power Keys, Life of Wisdom series, volume one, just for being a listener tonight. Now, I'm talking tonight with some powerful men, uh, Mr. Sharon Wright, uh, Mr. Lonnie Salyer, and uh, Mr. Reverend Larry Wilson. Listen, uh, before the break, they were sharing with us some adversities, some things that they went through. Now, we all go through things, and we all have a support system. Uh, what I want to know what people in your path gave you a hand up, you know, who, who helped you to be the person that you are. What, what men or women or both can you say have been paramount figures, maybe then or and even now, who uh, have been vital in helping you become the person that you are? I'm going to start with you, Lonnie. All right. That's a great question, John. Um, in, in the past, uh, my parents, uh, my parents were you know, really grounded, salt of the earth people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they um, they were both high school dropouts and, mm-hmm. and just worked hard all their life. Ended up owning their own business for a while, very successful. But what what they taught me is, no matter where you're from, that's no excuse for not being better. That's not, good. You know, don't ever don't let someone put you in a box and say. Hey, you're from the wrong side of town, or you know, or I know, I know where you live, your neighborhood. You're never going to be successful. They they taught me that you know, hard work and determination. You can get to a better place in life, and they encouraged me continuously to do that. And the second person thinking mm-hmm. thinking of currently is my wife. You've met my my wonderful wife, Audrey Wilcox. Yes, um, yes. She um, she always pushes me to strive to be better. You know, to release the power inside me, all the potential. She helps me boost my confidence daily. Mm-hmm. And you know, if, if there's a task, she you know she says, "I know you can do it. You have it in you." Or I, I wouldn't have married you if I didn't think you had the potential to be better. And that inspires me to try to strive for greatness daily. Man, that's powerful. You know what? My wife encourages me too. You know, like the day we was off, and I had a hundred do this. It was hundred do this and hundred do that. You know, just so encouraging. No, I'm joking. I'm just a joke. <laughs> no, but I, but I know exactly what you mean having someone like that. What what about you, Sharon? Um, I I would say from a from a, a group standpoint first, uh, uh, the neighborhood I grew in up, up in, including your parents, John, who were really influential with me and 
um, I had um, people that I could actually look up to. Uh, yeah. And when we talk about adversity, I, I was taught uh, uh, by two men that, that, that – well, actually a couple of men, but uh, the first is my, my high school coach, man named name is John, uh, Don Richardson. We called him Richardson, Dutch. yeah. He, he yeah. kind of just made sure that – yeah, yeah. He kind of just made sure that I that I we had a lot of gang activity in our neighborhood. We had a lot of stuff to, to get a hold yeah. of, but he just kind of made sure that I had something to hold on to. And not just basketball. I learned, you know, life etiquette. I learned how to treat people. I learned to go to rule. I learned how to be to be a stand up person. All of that. And um, I think, I mean, when when I when I hit when I hit bottom, man, that, that that's him that I think about. Uh, funny story is every time. We were high school. We were ran like military, so you know we we had to be on time for everything. It teaches you in your life. So now if I'm in the car late for something. I start sweating. I just see him in my mind. I'm like, ah. he's like right there by me. Ah. Like, you late? You late? You know, and it's that's why I'm never late to anything in my life. The other person is is Julius Irving. Uh, you know, I'm okay. Jay, but Julius has been and has been and still it was just very influential in how I thought. You know, how I. How I went about my day. When I came into the NBA as a young guy, uh, mm-hmm. so I had a lot of young, older guys in my corner: Steve Nix, George McGinnis, uh, Moses Malone, guys like that, Maurice Cheeks, mm-hmm. John Lucas, uh, Dr. J, Billy, Billy Cunningham. Those are guys that right. I was around early, and thank God I was drafted really high uh, uh, because if I had gone to a team where I had to just kind of be around the guys that are just one year older than me. I probably mm-hmm. been doing crazy stuff, but I was around right. Dr. J. Who can say that? You know, who, who, Man, I could have learned awesome. anytime I wanted. And that was something crazy to me. But I've had some Man. people. Those are just two. Mm-hmm. Man, that's powerful. It did. Then to think that we had Jeff Malone right there in our neighborhood with us as well. You know, and he was on my first team. Jeff was mm-hmm. one. Of, oh, I, I couldn't have made it without Jeff. Man, couldn't have made it out of without Jeff. Amen. Yeah, that's so many. Wow, that's that's amazing. Uh, Larry, Pastor Larry, what what about you, man? Come on. Wow, uh, man, Sharon, thank you, God. Um, for me, um, I, my um, my the guy that taught me how to hustle taught me how to be the type of person that I am today. And the reason I let me say he taught me everything about in the streets. He taught me from how to start to how to finish and how to stay out the police way. He taught me all of those things. But this is the same guy that introduced me to the Bible. Mm-hmm. Understand that. This is the same guy that introduced me to the Bible. He introduced me to God. But when, you know, God was positioning me through the people that I channeled through, you know, and then as he was positioning me through the people that I channeled through, and then I look at it now, this guy really taught me a lot. He taught me how to get money, not not the illegal way. He actually taught me how to get money on a business standpoint. Um, he mm-hmm. was a graduate from Fort Valley. He did a lot of great things, but he also put education in me. Now, the reason I say that because most of my my siblings and the other ones around my family, I was the first to finish high school compared to that. <laughs> you know, so that was a plus on, on on my behalf. You know what I'm saying? And then after high school, I was he he taught me into going into the military. I ended up getting a job with the fire department here in Macon, and so um and and it just changed my life completely. So, you know, that guy is the number one key guy then, and even today, I still give him the praise, God the praise for that guy right there, because if it weren't for the things I've seen what not to do, I want to know what to do. It's Bible, exactly. and I also, yeah, I like how you transition the, your same work ethic from the street, you, tra- you transfer it over into legitimate business, man, that's a powerful way, and I know a lot of our young people need to learn that, you know. Uh, but Larry, let okay. me stay with you. Let me let me stay with you while we're here. We we've often heard that failure is not an option. Well, when you're setting your goals, is failure an option? Because we do run into tough times sometimes. But uh, is fa- you know is failure an option in your mindset? No. That's the only time you can use no and can't. No and can't. That's the only time you can can use that because no failure is not the option. You cannot. You cannot, you know what I'm saying, not serving the type of God that we serve. And I hate to keep referring back to God, but that's that's my strength in all that I do. And a lot of time I have to encourage myself through the word of God to get me to the next level. So failure is not an option. Now, for me personally, I'm a guy that lost 11 acres of land 
a twenty-eight hundred square feet. Wait, 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 wait! Ho, ho, ho! Stop, stop! You did you say you said one acre? No, eleven acres of land. Okay. okay. A twenty-eight hundred, twenty-eight hundred square foot house. Five brand new cars. Um, wife died, job left, all at the same time. And I had three kids to feed in one house. You think that was gonna be good enough for them to say that? I quit, I failed, no, I had to move on. But it was by the strength of the Lord that I was able to move on. Now, what it was showing me that no matter what your what your opposition is, you still got to trust me in all that you do. So, no, failure mm-hmm. is not an option on my team. Okay, I got you. Uh, Sharon, how would you, how, how, what's your take on that? Because some people say, well, I've failed, and is failure an option when you're setting your goals are? Yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree. I agree with them. I think um, uh, it's all about how you look at it. But but again, we get trials and tribulations all the time. Um, I spoke earlier about me being in a car accident, and you know I had a sixty million dollar extension on the table. As soon as they found out that I wasn't going to play for two years, that was gone. And wow. then I had to kind of pick it up. So you know you, you know it, it, it's it's kind of the same thing. But you know what? I mean you you. You always have to, like, really, really um, um, put your faith in front of you. As I said, you know, my faith is not by sight. I think that's for me. Um, I feel I was down, John. I, I was down. Yeah. Um, and if I didn't have, you know, my friends and my family, you know, Daniel uh-huh. Stoudemire, guys like that, you know, that, that helped oh, me through the transition mm-hmm. period. I think for athletes, there's a transition period when the time that yeah. you stop playing or something happens and then the rest of your life starts. And when you don't have anything to go back with that, and education is huge. But if you, there are a lot of us that don't have that. A lot of guys don't have mm-hmm. that. So, you know, that's the worst mm-hmm. part of my life, I think. Even other, even over the uh, the, the, the crisis, I've had divorces. You know, divorce. I had all of that. I mean, we, we all have had stuff like that. And then when you don't have some type of faith, man, and I, and I don't want to, I'm like Rev. I'm not trying to go back into the Bible and that, but. It, it really helped me, man. You got to understand, like I was, I was down, and you know, I I looked upon all the other stuff that I do, like in the community and making. Yeah, that's the stuff that kept me going. Like you know, things that I'm, I'm prevalent to, that helps anybody else. If you can step outside of yourself, and, and see other people, then it'll help you. Man, that's incredible, uh, Lonnie. What about you? Is uh, so, Lonnie, well, after well, after. Uh, after listening to both of those stories, um, you know, I, I think there's a difference between failing and failure. Okay. Failing is where mm-hmm. we grow. Um, you know, I, I mean, we all, we all are going to fail, but but not settling for, for failing is, is where we grow. That's where, you know, because success can be elusive, and, and the value of the journey is, is really more important than the destination. Getting back up mm-hmm. and and not accepting, hey, I failed today, but I'm not going to be a failure. You know, I think that's uh, paramount to being successful in life. Mm-hmm. Too many people give up when they, when they when there's a couple stones in the path, they give up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hey, I'll just stand here and I won't step on any more stones. And at that point, you know, you you let failure take over. And I don't. And Lonnie, 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 a lot of people give up too soon. Yes, because mm-hmm. it's comfortable. Yeah. You know, it's just like yeah. you know, if you if you. Go out, let's like say in, in, in Sharon's case, if you went out and the first time you ever shot a, a basket, you know, you, you missed a basket, you say, well, I'm not a basketball player. Well, everybody misses. <laughs> you gotta, you got to keep taking yeah. the shots. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, that's I where a, a lot of people find a comfort zone so they, they make excuses for not being successful because, because there's pain along the way to be successful. And whatever you're whatever – you start at point A, and you may end up somewhere else in life, but you got to keep going. Man, to your, point, to your point, Lonnie. To, to your point, Lonnie. I, I, that is a perfect, perfect piece because, like a lot of a lot of us don't 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 see it that way. And I think, you know, when they when they get to like like you're going along and you got tunnel vision. I teach my kids to have tunnel vision about what they want. I teach all the kids in making that like that. All the hundreds and thousands of kids I've serviced. In the summertime, I teach them to have tunnel vision, but there's always going to be like you can go left and right, or you can you can um, you can have like potholes in your way. There's going to be stumbling blocks, and like, what are you going to do with that? How are you going to mm-hmm. get over that stuff? You know, and that that's what defines us. It's not about it's about the journey. 
not about where you start. It's how many times you get up, how many times you get knocked down, how many times you're able to persevere. I love that word. Mm-hmm. Wow. Because if, if it was easy, everybody would live in a big house and wear nice suits and, and have a pretty wife and have all the things <laughs> they want in life. But but you got to work for them. That's so powerful. Can I sign Larry, up for that? Larry, 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 Larry I'm going to let you chime in on that. We're going to go for a break. When we come right back, Larry, I'm going to let you speak on that. Hey, y'all stay tuned in. Straight from the Lion Den. Hello, everybody. My name is Minister Annie Bell, and I am the host of Irene Blog Talk Radio Show, where we endeavor to bring talk therapy to survivors of child abuse, sex trafficking, and other traumas, as well as being the vehicle by which we use to bring awareness and resources to the community to aid in the prevention of these abuses. IRAIN, which is a declarative acronym for the individual survivor. That means I. I identify myself as a survivor, no longer a victim. R. Reclaim my life. E. Excel at living. G. Grow in Christ. And N. Nurture myself and others. This declarative acronym has developed into a victorious lifestyle brand that empowers and aids in the healing journey of survivors of abuse, sex trafficking, and other traumas. I have also written a book entitled, with the namesake, I Reign, A Survivor's Guide to Thrive, which is now available at Amazon.com and Barnes & Noble. Pick up your copy of my book today and join me every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. here on We Inspire Network Radio, where together, through God, we win. If we endure, we will reign with Christ. All right, and we are back. I'm Apostle John L. Solomon, and you tuned in to Strength from the Lions Den. We're powered by We Inspire Network Radio. Win Radio. COO, COO Lloyd Bell and CEO Annie Bell. They're some good people, and they want us to win. Listen, tonight we're talking about men on a mission, the power to achieve. I have with me tonight Mr. Sharon Wright, Mr. Lonnie Salyer, and Mr. Larry Wilson. Listen, you guys are, you're a breath of fresh air. This is so refreshing. Just listening to y'all share, man, it, it's incredible. My my wife says she's really enjoying it. She says no women bashing going on. She just, she's loving it. <laughs> Larry, Larry, you want to chime in on that last statement? We were talking about persevering and no excuses. You want to say something? Yes, yes, I did. Uh, Sharon, you hit you hit it on the head, man. Uh, right here in making me um, proud. In 2011, um, God put it in my heart to come with trap. Trap meaning truth, reality, and perseverance. And that's one of the key things that we talk to the kids and the parents. You know, you can't let what you see, the obstacles that you go through, trap you in the same mindset that you have, that you have to hustle here or you have to do these, you know, uh, uh, illegal type mm-hmm. things. There's some illegal yeah. hustles yeah. that you can do. So we, what we keyed in on is in getting the parents to know that, our kids already have an advantage because of the computer age that we're in. So, therefore, they're learning these things on, on a regular basis. So, we had to teach the parents how to persevere in order to get a higher education, in order to get the kids to where we need them to go. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, there, there, there's no failure in this. You know, you, know, you, can't, mm-hmm. you can't fail. You, you have to press on in spite of what you see. Yeah, Joe lives next door. Joe sells two and three kids mm-hmm. a week. But at the same time, you can't worry about what Joe doing. You got to educate your child to say, this is the level we need to go in. You know, even into the music that we're listening to today, you got to let them know mm-hmm. this This is all fun and game for us, A like a, a, a cartoon on that state. They ain't really shooting nobody. They ain't really doing anything. They talking about nah. these things because, because of who they are, but not whom they are. See, the thing when they're talking about shooting and all that, these guys that you're talking about are way educated. They're, they're, they're engineers. This, this is their design to trap your mind. You got to let your kid know this thing. And so well, I, I like, <laughs> right. Well, I, I like how you were saying this, uh, 
how Lonnie put it, failing and failure is, is such a difference. Well, I, I want to go to this question here, uh, Lonnie. Some some people come from the school of thought. You should only have a plan A or bus. You know, I've heard people say just a plan A or uh, just just uh, or that's it. But there are other schools of thought that say you need a plan A backed up by a plan B or plan C. What what's your philosophy on that? Oh, that's that's an excellent question, John. Um, you know yeah. what, Lana, you keep you keep calling me an excellent host. I appreciate that, man. Go ahead. <laughs> well, you are. It's a pleasure to be on the show, and I've learned so much from Sharon and Larry already. It's it's it's, mm-hmm. it's been enriching. Um, but you know, if if you have a, a plan A, you know, certainly this kind of like goes back to the last question. Strive to be successful. Work your plan. Try to get there. Persevere. But somewhere along the line, you know, if if you realize A is not realistic as you grow and mature, you got to have the wisdom to pursue a B, a C, a D, et cetera, mm-hmm. uh, to help you, you know, several things here. Number one, the, the journey, it's going to help you figure out who you are as a person, first of all, because, you know, the, mm-hmm. the plan A you have at 17 is not going to be the plan A you have at 50. Um, Amen to that. You know, you've got to learn what your, you know, what your passions are, what your strengths are, and, 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 with that comes the wisdom to know where you should be in life. Um, so, you know, few people are going to reach plan A, but, you know, in retrospect, I think most people will tell you uh, as, a, as, they, as they've uh, gotten to their, um, to their comfort level in life where they think they're arrived, they will tell you that, you know, plan A was not my destiny, and I'm glad, I'm glad I moved on to plan B, C, D, E, F, G. Because I would not mm-hmm. be who I am or where I am today if I stuck to plan A. That's good. What about That's you, Sharon? Um, I, I agree with, with the premise of having A, plan A, B, C, D, E, F, and G. I, I do believe that. <laughs> Go through the you alphabet know, we, if you need to. Yeah, yeah, because we're, we're creatures of habit. So we're going to always right. think that, you know, uh, that first thing is going to work out. I I. Man, you know, and again, I, I want to go back to the neighborhood that me and John grew up in. You know, there was only a couple of things you really could do. You That's watch right. your parents struggle. You know, you watch your parents struggle and stuff like that, and then you say, you know, well, well am I going to be an electrician or, or a, a carpenter or work for the Coca-Cola company or whatever it is? And then if you're not doing some of that back then, you know, we're talking about Reaganomics at the time. So, mm-hmm. like, you got to have something. Uh, that you can go right to. I, I, I mean, and that just that's just being well versed. You know, I, I have a passion for children. Uh, I have a passion for community work. I have a passion for. I work in social services now. People, and I, I, I turned down three or four jobs working for New York Knicks or Philadelphia or Toronto or my teams. You know that I played for because I felt like my higher calling was working with kids, you know, disadvantaged kids, at-risk kids. Wow, that's what I do now. And uh, Amen. Sure, I can make more money. Sure, I can make way more money. But at this point, I've already had money, and I wasn't happy then. So all right, happier, man. Come on, man. You no, know, when yeah, Boy, when, I, when I'm doing things, John John will tell you I've been doing the same camp and stuff for 24 yes. years, man. And I, you know what? I was gonna ask, I was gonna ask you to say something about that because we're coming up on it. And I got to make sure I get in on it yeah. this, this summer. You know. Yeah. Um. We have just, you know, I, I, just for a short, quick throw in, we we we've just done so much good good work, God's work, I call it. We, we've done, you know, so many amazing things, man. And, and I just, I don't even have enough time to talk about it. It's just so dear to my heart with what we do, and we've done the commercial, you know, the commercialism of it. We we've grown, uh, had partnerships with boys and girls clubs, with defects, with, you know. We scholarship about thirty kids, man. And um wow. now that I work I work for Adidas, um, we you know, they do the top top fifty kids in the state. We bring them in uh basketball wise and then right after that we have the kids that you know, they can't they're not basketball players. I, I like working with those who are not skilled, who who mm-hmm. who may not eat that day. So we feed them real good and and, yeah. and, and they get gear from Adidas and I make sure man. they get grab bags and just we do oh, yeah, skill man. set stuff. We do we do life skill stuff, etiquette stuff. That's that's like man. It, man, it's it, so I, powerful. I, you I, you get you 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 were given a platform and you give so much back. That that's what I yeah. feel is all about, you know. Amen. Yeah. Not not just me though. 
I mean, there are many. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm interested in, in, in Larry's organization. As a matter of fact, I was going to pass my information. I'm, I'm interested in that because, I mean, there's a lot of us that are doing a lot of good stuff, man. It's just, you know, each one's each one, and we got to, you know, through God's will, we, we have to do it because if not, you know, you have situations that we see in the, in the news all the time. You know, we got to find If you can say one or two that's of them right. in the summer, hey, that's that's enough. You know, just keep doing it. You know, and, you know, I was that okay. kid. You know, I'm not to, not, yeah. to, not to bring it on. I was that kid. John, I tell you, I was that kid. I was that kid. And, hmm. you know, man, we were headed, we were headed down brothers. that road, man. Yep. Yeah, we were. Yeah. We were, man. We, when John, John went to the Navy, man, I, that broke my heart when John left. <laughs> You're right, man. I, I, it's like it's like I got out. I got out so fast. It was. I, I didn't know what was going to happen. I, I knew if I didn't yeah. get out of there, I knew I was headed. <laughs> yeah, uh, Larry, yeah, yeah. Larry, what about you, man? In the plan A or bus or have a backup plan? What, what's your What's your thoughts on that, brother? Man, um. Wrong, well, you just, you just put something in my mind, and I'm like, God, thank you. Uh, I'm gonna tell you, a, a lot of us, you know, when I was a kid, I I hated counting to ten because you already uh. always had to go back to one, you know, one, two, mm-hmm. three, four, five, six, seven, eight, one, two, you know, you, I just hated counting to ten. But I noticed that when I learned how to count to ten, I went one through through three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, another one. We hate to start over. We hate to go back yeah. to one. So the start over is a different. Now when you go 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, and you get to 21, that's another one. That's another start over. So when you're the smartest kid between all the ones that you, you're hanging with, you need to go up another level. Yeah. So therefore, what you are asking now, the start over is the thing that we hate to do. But I would take every alphabet there is from A to Z. If it take that to get to the next level, because every level is a new beginning. So in every new beginning, you have to go back to one and start all over again. So with the question that you're asking, start at one, no matter what yeah. level you are at. And then if it's mm-hmm. from one to ten, and then from from eleven to twenty, start at one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so one is mm-hmm. a new beginning in all that you do. But but it's all right yeah. to skip a few levels if you know. You know, if you already know, that's okay. <laughs> Listen, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna just do this right briefly. I, I just wanna, uh, it just, it just hit me. Did you see yourself becoming the person that you are, uh, Lonnie? Did you see yourself with your career and everything, Sharon? Did you see yourself going that high in the draft, or uh, 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 Larry? Did you see yourself uh, leading this organization and starting these things? Did you, did you see yourself? Where you are right now? Uh, now I'm, I'm now I'm break right quick. I'll think about that, and we come back. I want you to answer that. Just you know what I was giving you. So hey, hold on a minute. We'll be right back. Have you priced commercials lately? Advertising can truly break your budget. At Win, we eliminate the most common hurdle to advertising. Advertise with Win to reach potential customers locally, nationally, and internationally for as low as $150. Yes, that's right, $150 per commercial. We Inspire Network Radio is a new and rapidly growing online radio network that boasts of dynamic seasoned show hosts who are drawing audiences from across the nation and abroad. Africa, Australia, Scotland, Canada, just to name a few. We also have the technical capabilities to advertise your products and services through sound bites, slideshows, and more. No long-term contracts. You pay per show. Advertise on Win, and you are sure to be a winner. For more information, call us 201-477-0469. Email Annie Bell at wealthmanagement-fs.org. Hello, my name is Minister Lloyd Bell Jr., CEO of We Inspire Network Radio. God bless you, and I am Minister Annie Bell, the COO of We Inspire Network Radio. We had you, our listeners, in mind. When we created We Inspire Network Radio, or as we like to call it, Win Radio. 
We incorporated your thoughts and opinions to ensure that our programming will embody true inspiration. And we will continue to bring relevant and heartfelt shows that cater to the needs and wants of our growing listener base. Please, subscribe to our network so that you can stay connected. Join us here every week where together, through God, we win. All right, and we're back. I'm Apostle John L. Solomon, and you are inside Science Den, and we're having, giving you strength. We're empowered by We Inspired Network Radio. Tonight I have Sharon Wright, Mr. Sharon Wright, Mr. Lonnie uh, Salyer, and, and Pastor Larry Wilson. Man, I'm telling you guys are incredible. Now, b- before the break, I asked you each a question, and uh, I'm going to start with you, Sharon. Did you... You know, sometimes you can see yourself when you're growing up. You can you can visualize, you can envision. But did you did you see yourself becoming the person that you are today? Uh, basketball wise, yes. Um, I worked really hard. I mean, like I said, I was a clumsy kid. I didn't really take to the game easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played a lot of bad baseball. I, I played a lot of other things. Uh, and until my strike my strike zone got too big, so I had to kind of concentrate on basketball. But, okay. Um, as 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 a as an athlete, I, I did. I could just see it. My dad was six five. I knew. I mean, it would eventually come. But as a as a as a humanitarian a human mm-hmm. being and a person that cares about, yeah. um, you know, just to, to, not not just making. Uh, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. in Florence. I live in Florence. I live. You know, I'm, I'm all. I'm, I'm heavily in Clemson athletics. Uh, I deal with a lot of kids. Um, mm-hmm. You know, lost a, lost a good friend yesterday, and Andre Taylor. You know, yeah. just thing the person yeah. I grew up with. You know, so you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I, I can see myself. You know, I, I could I couldn't see myself that because of my surroundings early on. Uh, I'm glad I graduated to that. But as basketball, yeah, I, I knew I was going. Okay. Well, I know you was I know you was excited about them Tar Heels. <laughs> no, I was not. I know I know uh, you were. And I won't be. I no. Know. No. Hey, but but Sharon, one thing I appreciate you about you and your post is man that you you stay real and and don't don't change yeah. for nobody. Please stay just like that. No. Uh, no. What 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 about you, uh, Lonnie? Did you see yourself uh, becoming the man that you are? Did you see your success? Did you see your your uh, and then being this outstanding Tennessee volunteer? Did you see all these things? <laughs> Go ball. <laughs> Um, you know, you have a vision of who you want to be, I think, when you're young. And, and mm-hmm. you know, it, and some people get to that point, but a, a, lot of, a lot of times the vision you have and the person you become as you mature, I mean, that person's mm-hmm. a stranger to you. Okay. kind of touching yeah. back on what Larry was talking about, starting over at one but building. I, mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll, you know, if I'm thinking back on my life, I can almost compartmentalize a certain – Part of my life and think about it and I think You know that guy's a stranger that's not Me so you know As you grow and mature In life all the all the Things you think are important All the goals uh, mm-hmm. they, they change as as your priorities And in, in, in life Change so it's kind of hard to, to In general to Say I'm going to go on this path And that's you know mm-hmm. you can have a Tool like you know like Sharon had basketball As a tool but you know you, who you are today is not who you even could fathom you would be in the past, and, and that can be yes. bad or or good. You know, I, I'm sure there's not one person who's homeless on the street corner who at yes, right. 14 said, "My desire is to be that guy who sleeps under the bridge down there behind on, behind the Christian cream." Nobody That's desires right. that. Life happens, and so you know it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to. Uh, um, say that's who I want to be mm-hmm. when you don't really know okay. who you're going to be. Does that make that's sense? Uh, what about you, uh, Pastor, 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 does. Pastor Larry? Going from the trap to the top, from the pit to the palace. Did you? What did you see? Did you see those things for yourself? Absolutely not. <laughs> no, <laughs> no idea. None of those things. Not not from the beginning of it to the end. Now, man, let me, let, let, let me let me share a little. Um. I was raised to hustle and hustle only. From the age of six, I knew what it was to 
run numbers. I knew what it was to in a hustle that you can think Boy, of. You, you went back. You went back <laughs> with that one. Run numbers. Ooh, numbers run. Go ahead, man. So <laughs> what do you call so, it? The bug so, or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, so let, let, let me show you, Doc. My biggest goal. I remember telling my third grade teacher this, Miss Singleton, and my sixth grade teacher, Miss L.E. Poe. My biggest goal in life is to be the best hood nigga I can be at that time. Didn't have the mentality of nothing or knowing what I was saying, but that was the word that I was using because those are things that was around me. So that's why I say a lot of times your surroundings can, can kick you all the way down when you don't know. Well, man, let me show you from, from, from where I came from that day to where I am now. Man, absolutely not. I never thought that I'd be preaching and teaching you the word of God. I never thought that I'd be looking at a different race in a different manner and in, in a different vision of what I do. I never thought that because what I seen, that's what I thought it were. So to answer that question, honestly, God has did a complete turnaround from the one man that taught me how to hustle to how to live. And that's, that's powerful, man. Well, Hey, hey, we're we're in the last. Man, I hate for the show to end, but we're in the last maybe nine, ten minutes of the show. I want to get these two questions in if you fellas can work with me. I want to know. Uh, I want to. I want. I want to know. I want you to speak directly to uh, a man out there. But before we do that, I want to know what legacy do you want to leave behind for your family, friends, and future generations. Uh, let's start with you, Lonnie. Uh, honestly, I just want people to to. Believe that I was honest and fair in life. You know, I I don't have to have a statue or a wing in the hospital named after me or anything to leave with <laughs> a legacy. My legacy is going to be the generations that I impact that I don't even know. You know, if I if I've done something good to change someone's life, and they you know maybe a stranger at the gas station, I gave five bucks because she needed gas, and I do, you know, you could tell by the look on her face that, you know, it's five bucks to me, but it could, could change her whole life today. I don't know that's that good. person. And, and, you know, those are I'm not saying that's a, you know it's not no, boasting, that's, that's, but that's good. but you know the little things you do that are insignificant to you can completely change someone else's life. Kind of like the lady was talking about the teacher. You know, you know that teacher in third grade probably had positive influence on your life that you know at the time you didn't recognize. So I just mm-hmm. want to be be someone that people can say that guy. You know that guy touched me or helped me see something about myself. That I didn't recognize, and I appreciate. That. I appreciate that he was, you know, he had a, a moment in my life that helped help me change my life. Yeah, wow, little, you know, things, little things do mean a lot too. They do. Yeah, yeah they do. Uh, what about you, Larry? What, what legacy do you want to leave behind for your family, friends, and future generations? I want the work God has placed in me, and I have done, to speak for itself, no matter what it is, because. If it coming from the bottom and trying to rise to the top and falling back to the bottom, just know that it was a positive mindset that got me to where I was going. And my legacy needs to say to me is that God prevailed no matter what the session stances were. Mm, amen. And what, and what about you, Sharon? What legacy do you want to leave behind for family, friends, and future generations? What do you want them to I, say? I, I, think, I, I think for me um, – uh, I, I like to it to be anything but basketball. You know, okay. that just happened to be my job at some point. But mm-hmm. I think I think I want and this is plain and simple. I'm not even going to elaborate on it. I want my name to be synonymous with the word service. That's it. Wow. Uh, anything that's, else? That's all. That's I it. Want to be synonymous with service? <laughs> and, you know, that's a powerful word that we don't use very much. Yes, it is. That's it. Yeah. Mm, man, that's incredible. Well, you know, y'all y'all just shattered my dreams of a statue and a a, a wing in a hospital. And, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just joking. I'm kidding. No, but this is how, hey, hey, but John, uh, but John, I have one you know, Tim Duncan autograph for you, though. Oh, man, yes, sir. You know I love them Spurs. I got my Spurs jersey on now <laughs> as they get ready to win the NBA championship. Hey, I love basketball. Let me, <laughs> hey, but I digress. <laughs> Let me do my show right. Uh, as we get ready to close, I want we got we're in our final uh, six minutes of the show. Listen, Dad, Dad, you you guys have been powerful, a breath of fresh air, so refreshing, so uh, inspiring. But there, there, there may be a man out there who's listening, and he may be struggling with the direction of his life, uh, some things he's going through, hard times. If you could just give him some encouraging words that could uplift him. Uh, I'm, I'm going to start with you, uh, uh, 
legend, Sharon? Um, I, I would just say uh, turn the corner. Uh, be, have the ability to turn the corner. Uh, and then when you turn that corner, there's something great on the other side. You know, just, just do that. Have the ability to persevere. That word, you know, I use certain words, but I would say that. Persevere. Mm. Mm, that's powerful. You know what? That's what I tell my young people, my students. I said, look, you got to turn the corner. I said, you got to turn the corner and keep on going, you know? So that's powerful. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lonnie, what would you share with that man? Well, I would build on what Sharon said. Uh, you know, you, you, no matter your circumstance, <laughs> life's tough. I, I know it's tough, and I've I've had those tough times uh, where you had you had three cents in your pocket and no gas. You didn't get paid for three days later trying to figure out how are you going to do that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just know your know your real worth, or try to discover your worth and your potential. Because no matter what life tells you. That you know you're you know, you're nothing or you're a failure or no one cares. We all have gifts. You have to find mm-hmm. you have to find that place in yourself and appreciate yourself. Appreciate the gifts that God has given you and try to leverage those into success. I mean, because if life was easy, we we would you know we would all be smiling and laughter all the time. But That's you try right. to find those things within yourself to overcome overcome adversity. Man, incredible. Right. Uh, Pastor Larry. Wow, um, I'm gonna piggyback on what these guys said, and, and it's it's definitely true. No matter what your obstacles are, don't be afraid to start at one. Don't be, because no matter what come your way, one can give you a different from one and eleven, and from eleven to twenty-one. You know, it, it's a different in in every one. Just just remember, your one is on a different level. No matter where you at, even when you at the gut bottom, just like like gut and the fish. No matter if you if, if your guts are hanging out, everything seems like it's gone. Just start at one. One can get you to the next level, no matter what. Cause one have to go to ten, and ten have to go to twenty-one. So no matter what, keep building. No matter what your circumstances look like. Amen. Listen, I, I just want to thank y'all tonight for just elevating the show. Come on, let's give it up. Oh my guest again. Yeah. <laughs> Really strengthen people, help people. Uh, me, like you said, me and Sharon, we grew up together in the same neighborhood. It's, it's just amazing what God has done in your life, and brother, I'm so proud of you, and I thank God for you. Amen. Thank you, thank you. And and, and I met I met Lonnie several years ago at a uh, was it Asheville, North Carolina, Lonnie. Asheville, North Carolina. And Asheville, North Carolina. One of those things. Uh, I met you, and I'm like. Uh, you know, there's something special about that guy, and you know, ah, we became on, friends on Facebook, and it's been, uh-huh. uh, you know, I'm I'm honored to have you in my life. Well, brother, you got a workout re- you got you got a workout regimen that you're doing that uh, it inspires me. You know, I don't always do the workout, but I, I say, yeah, it encourages me. And uh, <laughs> the part you don't see, John, is I come home and eat two Twinkies after a workout. <laughs> it's a continual battle. But I don't give a. <laughs> That's all right. Are you both, and guys? I'm sorry. Are you guys both on on Facebook because uh, uh, I'm I'm on John's page and I'd love to connect with you guys. Oh, I'd love to connect uh, you guys. All right, well, there's just a connection. Yeah. And Pastor Larry, you know I work with you. You you are one of the hardest working men, and you're my brother. And I appreciate you for just supporting the show and being here, man. Hey, man, I I appreciate that, um, Pastor. Hey, but check this out. I noticed that everybody on here. Just a second now. Come from South Carolina or North Carolina. Cal- the Carolinas is on this phone, man, for some reason. <laughs> Come on, now. You know why. You know why. <laughs> I was saying that to say that all, phone, all of us, uh, me and Sharon, we both from Macon, but we, we share it in Carolina. And then um, Lance, Lonnie, you got to speak up for Tennessee, Lonnie. You got to speak up for Tennessee. Well, you know. Let's <laughs> <laughs> have a call there in football. Oh, I can't. Well, I'm saying, okay, let's do it. <laughs> Hey, listen. Hey, listen. I just want to tell you tonight: these have been men on a mission with the power to achieve. I thank God for them and all our listeners. You can uh, catch the replay once I put it up on Facebook. If you did not hear the show in its entirety, you can catch it then. And uh, to all my listeners, I'm, I appreciate your support uh, for Strength from the Lions. Then continue to support it. We want to syndicate the show. We want to go on uh, series. We just want sponsors. We want to keep going higher and higher. Listen, what I want you to do is join me next week, April the 12th, when I will be talking to a panel of prolific speakers who will discuss 
the power of communication, speaking your way to victory. So remember, when you're feeling down and out, you just let out that roar, that roar for your victory, that roar that says you can overcome, that roar that says you're not a failure, that roar that says you have purpose. So thank you tonight. Thank you for all my guests. And we'll see you next week on Strength from the Lion's Den. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen.